Hello everyone, welcome to Girls With Love, a podcast about three eccentric fans who love to talk about the world of K-pop. This podcast will mostly be focusing on K-pop and the landscape that creates it. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello everyone, welcome to our fourth episode of girls with love in today's episode we'll be doing um sauce sayings and you know the culture that surrounds it i am one of your hosts my name's isabel my name's becky my name's leon and we yeah we are our hosts so we wanted to kind of cover this topic as it's you know a very known topic within k-pop like if, if you it you may not be a part of it but it's you know exists i think and we kind of want to talk about like the nature and kind of what drives people um, and as you guys know, there's like a lot of different stories online about what happens. Like pretty much every week you hear of something new mm-hmm. um, happening and, you know, it's kind of like a common thing now, even though it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's I, I think it's it is kind of like a weird like phenomenon. Well, just of how people can take it to that extreme. Like mm-hmm. you, you think like they would have some like rational sense of like well you know maybe maybe i shouldn't go this far or do this but they completely just like do not acknowledge that and it just blows into that extreme reality of where it's like well i think that people are kind of desperate for like acknowledgement in the world now and Mm -hmm. like so they'll be remembered like even after they're gone so i think that this is their way of kind of wanting attention and like wanting people to notice them I think it's kind of gotten like I don't know, like it it it, it right now well twenty twenty is kind of hard to tell if it's gotten better or good because everyone's locked up, so you know, you can't relatively see because they're all in their buildings and they're all guarded the entire time, so you can't relatively see them. But uh, for twenty nineteen sake, it was still like still heavily there. I think it's slightly gotten better because because it's a k-pop community getting so much bigger people have been calling them out more mm-hmm. like I, I think it's just people are starting like are now starting to see that like you know you should not do that i think that's what i'm noticing at least also i wanted to ask like what do you think about um what some of the saucings do especially with the accidents that happen because i know that a few idols have gotten into several several accidents like I know he chole from super junior um got in a car accident and broke his leg because of one and several other incidents like that have happened so like what do you think is different from like back then like say five years ago to like right now I guess I think saucings really started to like develop fully like in the age of the internet like just like the internet because since you know k-pop idols have been like using social media it has come with their advantages uh, they were able to reach like a global audience but the downside is you get to reach a global audience that some of your audience will abuse that and overuse it to the extent of where they're not intending it to be but they will take it that way but another thing is like do you think that saucings actually like deeply care about the idols or are they just using them for their own gain like to try to be more to I like have people to be more well known, I guess. I I think it's more of uh, just uh, I think I don't know how to describe it. I think they're trying. It's I think it's more dealing with like a lot of 
probably like mental health or something that they're kind of dealing on something so that they're so invested in the idols that they use it as something that they can relate to and it gets taken to that extreme of where it becomes unhealthy I think it's it I think there's just something that they because so that needs to be addressed because I know like South Korea has like a really bad like depression and suicide oh, rate yeah. so I think they like use these idols as like a like a pull to like something to hang on to but some of them take it way too far where like that's not wait that's you shouldn't do that or like that's not the intentions of what they're trying to do I also I, feel like some saucings don't know that they're actually the cause of sometimes their idols not having the best mental health or you know because they don't have any privacy privacy and um having someone on your back 24 7 being there like in really when you want to be alone like just alone time I think that would be really annoying (laughs) yeah because it's kind of sad because these idols aren't able to live like a normal life really anymore because they're since they're so widely known and like the saucings are such a dedicated base to like getting to them that they're not relatively have an easy mind of knowing oh okay I'm in a good position like nobody's watching me like it's always that kind of fear looming over Mm -hmm. I think oh but I think that's just something that comes with being famous because you know if like if you want to be famous and you want to put yourself out there yeah, like you have to know about the consequences, and I'm not saying that they're like asking to be uh, stalked, but like they should know that there are consequences to um, having a large amount of people knowing who they are. I do think that, but if, if you compare it to how like it's taken over in the West compared to over there, like there, I mean, there definitely are obsessive fans in the West, like in America, especially. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying those do not exist, but just it's like it's more of something that's just not relatively like because when it happens here it's like a big thing like if like a fan does something like crazy it becomes like news for like a week or so but in like in k-pop it's not that it's not surprising like if it happens you're not relatively like super surprised because it's just because it's such a common occurrence at times that it it's been normalized to a degree which it shouldn't be yeah and you know also since it's such a small country everyone lives in the same uh city you know yeah it's you you could easily like meet see someone like and everyone knows where everyone lives because all celebrities live in like one or two really popular neighborhoods and everyone like especially the tv shows you see they like show exactly where they live and you know it just people can like obviously go find them and track them down too and in america mm-hmm. like they have huge mansions huge like security guards but more in korea it's more like really fancy apartments yeah so yeah. it's a, a whole different type of setting yeah because like south korea is like what like maybe a little over half the size of like what california is so it's it's like imagine having like what's the population of South Korea like 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 fifty million people stacked into like half the size of California, like I don't even think California even has that much. It has like well, um, how much does it has well California has like what forty million? Yeah, forty million. They have like forty million people, so like ten more million. It's it's like pretty compact, I think. 
Well, but another thing is that in California, usually celebrities live like on exclusive roads, or they have yeah, like yeah, they live they places have... that normal people don't go usually, and they live in places where there's a lot of celebrities around them. So it's kind of like there's a lot of a lot more protection, I guess. Or, yeah, I because it's their because they they usually because also like celebrities have like big plots of land. Like it's rare to see them unless they're in like New York. Like they have, they don't have like small apartments, and even in New York, you can get like big plots of land, which is you know, cost a lot. But you know, in South Korea, you have such minimal space that creating that is just not worth it. So they're just like, we just give you a nice fancy apartment, and it can be that kind of replica. But that also creates problems of where like you're condensed into one place or in this one neighborhood, and that means everyone can find you in that neighborhood. I think that's just a relative problem. And also, since like. Uh, a lot of celebrity celebrities live in the same apartment complex type of thing as mm-hmm. different ones. Like I know that um, Yoongi from BTS like lives in uh like kind of this kind of kind you know apartment thing, and there's all these famous actors that live there too. So I feel like some people would be like, if I go there, I can meet like five, six different people, and it's just like right across the hallway. They're right across from the hallway from each other. So I could easily, you know, just stand, you know, kind of do something. Yeah. 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 I think, I yeah, I think that it's taken to a degree where it, it becomes like unhealthy. Um, and it, it's, 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 it's definitely sad that these idols have to live in fear of this, which I think is the most depressing part. Wait, I thought BTS lived together. Yeah, no, they bought like did they, they bought, bought like homes. a bunch of apartments by themselves like last year. I know that J Hope and Jungkook live in the same apartment complex, but on different floors. And then V has like a really expensive looking one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they all do. Like, didn't was it maybe? I think it was Jid. He bought like fifty million. Like, what's the Korean currency? One. Wong. Yeah. They bought, he bought like a 50 million. Won, huh? It was like, and it was like, it was like pretty, like, you know, big and stuff like that. So, also, I know that, like, on a variety show I was watching, um, Lee took from Super Junior was saying how he met J Hope's parents at his apartment complex in the sauna, um, <laughs> which I thought oh. was really funny. And because <laughs> I think J Hope bought the apartment for his family to enjoy too. So, I think also you know it's kind of weird though because that means since everyone knows he lives there that means some of the fans might like stalk his family too which I think is kind of overdoing it but yeah I mean I mean it it is sad that they have to do it especially because like the family members you know I mean usually most idols like to don't usually talk about like their families a lot like or else they keep it like minimal like you might like you know if like BTS they don't really show their parents like you maybe you can get like white like maybe five pictures of their parents but like compared to like the catalog of what BTS usually has like it's nothing and even that it's still hard like they just don't well they may talk where they were born but like family life is kind of still just something they just never talk about yeah and there's I just feel bad too because you know J Hope's sister I she uploaded a video. Um, I think last week her first YouTube video and everyone in the comments is saying like oh my gosh it's J-Hope's sister and I and like you know actually like RM uploaded a photo today on Twitter 
at like Namsan Tower. Um, mm-hmm. And she, J-Hope's sister went there last week and everyone's saying, oh my gosh, they're dating. And, you know, J-Hope's sister has a fiance. Like, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, some people just kind of overdo it. Like, I don't think RM is J-Hope's sister's fiance. Well, he well, might. He overdo he might it. <laughs> well, 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 there was, he might be married because, you know, secretly married because of the whole wedding. Oh, yeah, thing. I think so. Definitely. Well, people I, overdo it in American culture too, though. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I mean, there is that whole like date, like definitely. It's it. I think it's just more of like, it's more like speculation, but like it's so seriously bad here, like not here, but in South Korea. Because I was, I was, because I listened to like you know Eric Nam's podcast, and one part he was talking about, um, he's on this variety show where he like you get like married, not really. Oh yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, you yeah know, the like, married when, thing. <laughs> we he, got married. He, yeah, yeah, and he got married to like Solar, but yeah, he, yeah, I saw that. yeah, and he, um, you know, he's talking about how like I haven't brought this up in like years because of how bad like the fans went at us for it. And like you know, but she, he said he still you know has a good relationship with Solar, and he has a great relationship with Mamamoo in general. But it was sad to see that he can't openly talk about it because how how toxic it gets, and how they yeah, yeah. can get so overprotective of like you can't date her, you can't touch her, you can't be near her. Like it's it's super weird that like in American culture, if a celebrity gets together, nobody cares. Because I, they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like okay, Shawn Mendes and Camila like, Cabello, they're like, like making out happy, on camera. Yeah. Like, yeah, like who people does are happy, that? or like who, like <laughs> people were either happy or like I don't care, do whatever you want. Like that was just how it is here. But over there, it's like you just can't have it. Like you can't look at each other without there being like a toxic so, fan. Oh my gosh, there's Dude, so much fan so edits. There's That's, so much like list the amount of like. Oh my god, I swear. I, I got that in my recommendation once and I, I clicked on the video because I just wanted to see the comments, right? Jesus Christ, the comment section scares me. Like, they're like, oh my god, they're totally in love. I'm like, what are you talking about? I watched the same video you did. They look at each other for like 0.5 seconds and you're like, oh, they're, they, they're secretly <laughs> have a child. I'm like, what are you talking about? They I should make a K-pop love island. Oh, that I, you I know, feel like, like that's that would go so that would be toxic. Oh I my saw God. something Dude, like online, you know, the whole ISAC event, like sporting thing they all do. Yeah, um, yeah. A one one of the members from like Super Junior was saying, "Oh, I could tell when like some idols are dating, but of course I'm not gonna say because I know that like their whole career would be ruined." Like, and I heard a lot of dating like goes on in the whole ISAC uh, sporting thing they do yearly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But I know I think, they can't say anything about it because yeah, it's yeah because it, it's just the saw sayings take it to like they they think they own the idol, so that like dating somebody or having like a relationship with somebody else like no, like just a relationship that's not like platonic is yeah. is seen as just like the worst thing in the world to them, and it's sad because like you know you have saw things like neon neon soccer, or she like can't like she like she can't feel safe because he's like she can't feel safe because he's always like there because even then when they do so much for like try to restrict him from it he somehow still like finds something which i think is the scariest part where your own safety is in jeopardy i think mm-hmm. and you know with all those threats he made you know that was so scary i remember i know yeah i i think that just where idol culture it, it has some perks, but at the same time, it has a lot of negatives. 
And I think that's also applies to just like, I think like fetishization at some points because, you know, you can take it to the degree of where you, you know, you think that they're perfect and then you assume not everyone like that is perfect. Cause like, cause people think that like Koreans, all Koreans look like that. <laughs> I see Becky on the camera and she just turns her head. She's ready for her opinion on it. <laughs> she's oh my gosh. And like, you know, there's like this whole stereotype saying like, oh, all Koreans are like so pretty. All, all guys, all Korean guys are like so hot. But no, no, no. I, I was actually, I'm thinking of auditioning for <laughs> the for the b-lift like new girl group but i know please do that i know i even it, if i do like get in i don't think i'm gonna do it because imagine having like i feel like your mom be mad at you yeah i i told her about it and she's like um i don't think so <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm still gonna do it without her name still, so. still do it. i think it'd be fun though we said it's our your audition because i would have oh, watched that I, I made like a few clips today and I was cringing so much. Like I'm doing Not Shy by Itzy and it's so, oh my God. It's so bad. Like no, all like most Koreans can't dance. I'm just telling, and it's probably my white jeans coming out. So <laughs> my white jeans coming out, Jesus. Um, but you know, a lot of the stuff people say is definitely not true. Like the over you know, oh my God. Fetishization. I think that happens a lot. Like East Asian culture, that is definitely like really prevalent, like with China, Japan, you know, Korea, especially. Like they're oh. definitely like the biggest like things with fetishization. Cause I, I don't like it when people take it to the extreme of where they think that a culture or is, or a country is perfect. Like, yes, a culture can be beautiful and has many perks to it, but please like you need to understand that nothing is perfect in the world. Like you just just don't pretend like it's some fairyland where everything is gonna be beautiful. And I'm like, it has some be- there is there's many things that are beautiful about South Korea, but there are still problems in there oh, such as like so the fun. whole like the racism and the like really bad like sexism there. Oh, and yeah. I I it's it's a lot of stuff goes on like cult stuff um oh, yeah. a lot I, I, of the whole club thingy happened that happened with and like a lot of idols like the whole Ujin situation oh yeah that was bad. i remember Wu jail um oh yeah i i i put i put my my um uh mirror pre-order sticker in the shredder <laughs> oh. <laughs> i posted that also, I, like, I, I traded that for some minute. I thought I was gonna. Be, I thought I was gonna try to trade it for Felix, but then he decided because I was. I was trading it like a unit card of his to like a map with soul groups for like group card, and then the day the accusations came out, I was gonna ship it. And she's like, "Yeah, you should probably look on Twitter to go look what's going on." I look. I'm like, "Jesus Christ, what did you do?" It was terrible. It was really bad. And then I also feel like you know, since some fans, um, once something like that comes out they realize that they're two-faced um yeah. and i feel like some of the saucing fans will be like oh it's not the person that i pictured you know i'm gonna ruin their whole career i'm gonna yeah there was like a whole career and there like, were like they- people i've you continue becky oh no you could i was done oh, <laughs> oh okay but uh, there were people on like twitter and like tiktok i've seen like still supporting him and like you know, he was like, he's not that bad, you know. Me, like you know, these weren't ter- these weren't that bad. I'm like, no, these were bad accusations. And there was 
like proof still coming out about it and and it's like yeah no it's it's still it's like there's there's they're too delusional thinking that they're too perfect that they're not willing to realize their mistakes i think that's still a lot with idol culture in general is when people make mistakes they defend it and sometimes yes they were mistakes like a lot a lot of people get mad at you know idols for cultural appropriation which you know you should to a degree but you shouldn't like cancel their career because of it because people think that world issues are all around america where like we all our issues are the big like number one so you should know it because mm-hmm. we we have it also so i think that's the problem like you should definitely educate them but understand they aren't as aware because like korea is like what 99 percent korean yeah yeah so and they of course don't, they don't they don't pay attention as much as to no but some sometimes some of the things they say or do like they should know yeah. isn't a good thing they're like, starting they're, they're now like, starting uh, like you can definitely there's see so now. much international like people paying attention no but like when jimin had like that shirt like a year or two oh, ago yeah. oh yeah like, that thing like that he should have yeah. known wasn't i think he, yeah it, it was definitely bad but like stuff like that yeah they should be held accountable for but sometimes the extent people will take it is like you know they made a mistake and they will probably never do it again so just let them and they learn. like totally flame them like you know they yeah. didn't they don't know so maybe you should like educate them but don't like completely like it, if that's it's a- something really bad like Ujin or like saying something that is kind of really offensive then of course you know yeah, but you can you can, tell, you can yeah you can tell the difference when something is a mistake and when something yeah. is on purpose. Yeah, like a lot of these idols are not trying to purposely offend like international fans. Like yeah. they're not trying to do that. It's just more of just like they just don't relatively understand because they've been grown up in a society where everyone's like they it's only really one culture, and so when you're exposed to other cultures, you don't know every other culture in the world. Like you know, it's just like stuff like that that needs to just be handled correctly because if you, if you want to get race to be better you need to educate pe- people rather than shaming them and then throwing them in a corner of where they're never able to learn i think that's the problem and that's essentially like what cancel culture is it's just like we're not gonna educate you on what you did wrong and how you should fix it instead we're just gonna throw you in a in a ditch where people who also did stuff like you can congregate because the rest of society doesn't like you anymore no, like, but for the BTS ones, like, with stuff they've worn, I can't remember all of them. But, I don't know. Um, I just feel like, like, I remember, like, didn't a long time ago they had, like, a, the hats that had, like, the, I can't pronounce it. Like, had, yeah, you can cut this <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, definitely, idols have done stuff. I'm not saying that idols are perfect and they're, like, godlike human beings who could never, like, do anything wrong. Like, idols have done stuff that is wrong, and I acknowledge that. But you need to understand that you should educate them first. And if they keep repeating it, then they might have a problem. But you just need to educate them. And a lot of it is sometimes misunderstanding to some degrees. Like, a lot of Hwasa's, like, stuff, she gets a lot of flack, and I'm like, a lot of this is not what you think it is. Like, I understand it might look, but people from these other, like, actual countries that you're saying or, like, cultures are saying this is not it. You should probably listen to them when they're saying that. I think that's also, like, a thing that has to be addressed. Yeah. 
And, you know, sometimes maybe it's not like completely, you know, them themselves making that decision. Maybe it's like their company telling them to do a certain thing, too. Mm-hmm. So I think people should under, understand that also. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like what it's the a- stylists do. Yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 all down to, you know, like I mean, idols can do stuff, but sometimes it's not one hundred percent their fault. But they definitely can do stuff that yeah. is definitely their fault. At the end of the day, um, what else? There's also I think again back to like, I think this also ties to acting to how um, you know, soft sayings with the whole back to dating culture. I think it also deals with i think the problem is that idols are so scared because k-pop is essentially like with literally with boy and girl groups it's supposed to be that like that connection of like that appearance of like a boyfriend or girlfriend which i think (laughs) is like it's kind of cringy it it, it kind of kind of it's kind of weird but i'm I'm not gonna flag with anyone who, who enjoys it but you know it's it's stuff it's the problem is that they they take it they push it super hard that people genuinely think that or genuinely think that the mm-hmm. idol like is in love with them or the idol like understands them in reality the idol has never met you or doesn't <laughs> actually know you exist like <laughs> like that's just a thing at the end of the day that people i think just need to acknowledge yeah and you know all the fan service stuff like all you know where they all like they act so and Oh yeah, I think it's yeah. just. <laughs> I think it's just like they, they, they. It's just people need to understand that idols are humans at the end of the day. Like they are humans before. They like, all fart. They all pee. They all do that stuff. And people need to realize <laughs> that they're just like you, but they sing and dance really well. Yeah. Yeah, they they do all this stuff normal women do. You just need to treat you need to still treat them humanely because I, I you know I most idols like it like that because you know I remember reading like an interview or reading something and you know RM says you know he likes it when when he when he does like the meeting when people treat him as a human rather than as an idol you know mm-hmm. you just you want to treat them you don't need to treat them like they're godly beings yes you need to treat them like they're jesus like of course they're amazing still at the end of the day but there's that they're they are humans before idols at the uh, first and i think that's just some people need to acknowledge that more or just remember that in the back of your head (laughs) yeah um what's the time 26 well i guess that can wrap us up for this episode we have to re-record because as i posted on instagram our audio, my audio cut out mid-episode recording last time, and then we tried to finish it, but then when we finished it, I was trying to edit the audio. Uh, my audio was completely corrupted, so I could not touch the audio without it, like, co- popping up errors. So we had to re-record to make this come out. I'll try to get this out by tomorrow and finish the editing and then go back to, like, a four-hour cram study session, as I usually do, <laughs> because I, I don't do anything besides studying nowadays <laughs> and homework. It's not fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, but thank you for listening to us again for a fourth episode. And surprisingly, you stuck around for four episodes. Um, <laughs> it is appreciated a lot. Genuinely, it is a lot that people are interested in actually listening to us. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. 
we will get another episode on time next week. I promise. I promise we'll get it out next week on time. It's just we had a lot of delays for the weekend. But thank you again. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.